Hey there, welcome to Through Triple Eyes. I'm your host, Triple A, and this is the world as I see it. Hey guys, welcome back. It has been a while, huh? been a couple of weeks since I last spoke to you guys. Well, the news over here is that we have been released from the lockdown as of yesterday. And um, I can't say I agree with it. But at the same time, I understand why the government did it. They were under a lot of pressure from the citizens because, you know, most people here live paycheck to paycheck. I shouldn't even say paycheck. They're living day to day. You know, a lot of people work by the day. So um, when you start removing that income, um, families really start to struggle. Um, the past, let's say, three days leading up to when the lockdown was released, I got calls from uh, different contractors I've used, you know, plumbers, um, you know, other workmen who some, you know, I work with frequently, some I don't, everybody calling to say hello. And in Ghana, when somebody calls to say hello and greet you, that's code word for I need help with something. And usually it's a financial something. So those calls and text messages started to, um, to frequent. And also got, you know, like learned of other people who had been approached because others weren't able to feed their families. So they were in desperate needs and needed some money to just get food for the day, that kind of thing. So I completely understand why the restrictions were uh, lifted. But at the same time, honestly, I'm not going anywhere without a mask and without some gloves because... We're, we're not through this as much as we'd like to think we're past this. We're, we're still, you know, we're still in the midst of it. So the reason why I didn't uh, record in the past couple of weeks was there was an issue sort of, you know, sitting on my heart. That's the best way I can put it. And every time I tried to articulate it, it didn't quite come out. So I just took it as, let me take a moment, I'm processing something and uh, come back to you guys. So the issue has to deal with giving to others, especially those who are close to you, and also gratitude. So I'm of the mindset that if you can help someone when they are in need, do it. As long as it's not detrimental to your own finances or to your family or to whatever you've got going on, you know, do it. Help wherever you can and especially in emergency cases. And when you do such, when you do such uh, that kind of, I guess it's charity in a way, don't, don't expect anything back. Um, so the reason why this matter came up was last year, you guys heard me talk about a little baby that was born uh, two months premature and his mom's experience through the healthcare system here. And I was personally really involved in that matter. And, you know, not only financially, but, you know, we did 
we facilitated um, food trains uh, so that the mom could have um, decent food so that she could breastfeed and get the baby home. And once the baby was home, that baby was received like family. And I will admit, I got very attached to that little young man. So fast forward a year, a couple of days before the baby's first birthday, which I was really looking forward to because, you know, it's sort of like you you fought a battle and now you can see like, hey, it was worth something. Um, you know, the tide kind of changed and the mom basically made me enemy number one. And at first I didn't get it. I, you know, I didn't understand how do you turn on someone that helped you so much and never asked for anything in return? I'm very conscious of what I give to someone that there are no rules, there are no restrictions. It's just, this is what I could do at the time. So when the tide changed, I think it sort of slapped me in the face a bit and got me thinking like, hey, you know, is it really, really true that no good deed goes unpunished? And how can I avoid such a situation going forward? I mean, does that mean that I don't give any more? Do I ignore when I can help? It really just kind of took me for a loop. Here in Ghana, we have a system in our culture. That's the only way I can describe it, where it's very, very common for people to reach out to each other and put their financial burden on someone else. So if you've made it, and by made it means you have a functioning business or you have, you know, you have a few more bucks in your um, arsenal than the next dude. It's very common that people reach out and ask for your help. Now this help if you're lucky, it's repaid back, but that's not the norm. So, so if, and I think it's in, in every country, really, you know, people borrow cash all the time and you don't expect to see it. Or sometimes you step out of your comfort zone and you help someone else. You don't expect anything back, but sometimes maybe you expect a little bit of recognition or a little gratitude, uh, depending on the situation and, so when that doesn't come back, like, what do you do? And I started like Googling and, you know, trying to find an answer. It's like, what, what should I do the next time? And I kept coming up to these articles about givers and takers. And I thought it was interesting because it talked about some folks are givers. And if you're a giver, you probably encountered one of, you know, the situation I'm talking about in some level. And then you've got the takers. And now not all takers are bad people or anything like that, but takers kind of operate for themselves. And when the giving is good, they, they are there. Um, and then when they're done with, you know, when, when they've gotten whatever they need to, they move on. And that's just their MO. That's what they do. So as a giver, how do you protect yourself? And I think the thing that I learned the most was you just need to be aware of who you're giving to. Was there a past track record that you're ignoring? And a lot of times there are. 
um, maybe you've heard stuff about the person, but you think, nah, well, that was their experience um, with someone else. So I'm not going to judge. But often, I mean, we, we are creatures of a habit and we like to do certain things and we like to do it often. And, you know, it, it's just the way we operate. So sometimes what they've done to others, you know, sometimes will repeat itself. Not sometimes, a lot of times will probably repeat itself. It's sort of like, you know, you always hear this um, once a cheater, always a cheater. But it's kind of something similar. Um, now, yes, people do change. People can rectify their bad behavior. But is it the norm? Probably not, you know, and because we still see a lot of crimes that happen around the world and everything and those folks aren't reforming themselves even when you throw them in jail and they cut out they still kind of tend to go back to what they know because that's part of who they are to some extent so how do you spot a taker so number one you might spot a taker because they already have a reputation of being a taker i'll give you an an example of this I had a friend growing up and, you know, we were super close and everything. And even when we were teenagers, I'd always hear from somebody else, damn, that girl is mean and that girl is out for herself. She's selfish, da, 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 da. And I was like, whatever. She's always been cool with me. We were super close. So I don't care what anyone says. That's not my experience. So that is it. Well, fast forward damn near 15 years. It took a while, but it came around. <laughs> and I had my moment of awakening with this person. And I remember sitting back and saying, huh, like I was in a little bit of shock. But at the same time, when I think back, I was like, everybody else warned me, you know? And sometimes we, we also have to take responsibility for just being straight up stubborn. You know, I mean, how many times have we been warned about something, but we do it anyways? It's one of those things. So often we may already know a taker by reputation. Then next, you might know a taker by conversation. Now, when you talk to a taker, listen to them. Are they always talking about themselves? Like does every story, let's say you made up a story and said, oh my God, there was a time when I went to you know, I, I went to the UK and then like I fell off a cliff and broke my, you know, my leg or something. And then the taker says something like, really? Well, you think that was bad? Well, there was a time when I was in, I don't know, in the Grand Canyon and da, 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 da. That's someone who is self-involved. That's someone who doesn't really care about what you've got to say. They're not going to process what you've got to say. It's always going to be about them. They have a narcissistic quality about themselves. Sometimes they might be a true narcissist, but often they have a narcissistic quality. That's one way they'll show themselves to you. Another way that you can spot a taker is if something good is happening in your life a taker might be around to either partake in that good um you know to their benefit so for example let's say you just got yourself 
a new house. You've saved up, you worked hard for this and everything, and you're just proud of yourself. You've done it. You're a homeowner now. Fantastic. Now, maybe the taker in your life is like, Oh, that's great. So can I move in? And you know darn well when they move in, they are not going to pay you any rent. That's a taker. That's someone, you know, taking advantage of what you have worked for. Perhaps a taker is someone who maybe in school, you might have come across this personality where you showed up to all your classes, you took all your notes, and then this person just shows up and it's like, hey, pass the book. That's a taker. Or a taker might be that person who, whenever they need to travel, hey, can you take me to the airport? And oh, by the way, can you pick me up? And when it's your turn to travel and you call them and say, hey, are you available to take me? Oh, no, no, no. I've got like 101 things and I'm not going in your direction. Ever had one of those situations? That's a taker. So when dealing with takers, Again, you can give to a taker, but just know that it's not going to come back to you. Yes, the universe might give it back to you in blessings in another way, but the gratitude that you are expecting or the, um, I shouldn't even say expecting, but you know, sometimes you just think it'll be nice if somebody was aware of how you help them. You may not get that recognition. And if you're okay with not getting that recognition, go on, give away, give away. But always keep in mind, there are others you could give to and be a positive influence in their life and and not receive the same um, ungratefulness back. I always see on my Facebook there's always a post from either someone who's a life coach or someone who approves a budding life coach about how we should be grateful. And often it's really hard finding the gratitude, especially when you've been wronged in a way. It's really hard to look past the hurt. And I think sometimes it's not that we have to look past the hurt to feel grateful, but we have to... I. The way I'm taking this situation that I recently dealt with is to say thank you to the universe. They have taught me another lesson. And not only did I learn a hard lesson, but also I learned a beautiful lesson. And that beauty in that lesson was that I was allowed the opportunity to save someone's life. And I think that's the best gift I could have ever asked for. So on that note, I would say if you're ever feeling taken advantage or um, feeling down because that your giving didn't go the right way, just remember the beauty and what you did out of the goodness of your own heart and don't hold back. If, if that's who you are, don't change. There's a lot of ugly in the world and we need the givers to bring a little sunshine. So guys, I'll talk to you guys next week and take care. Wear those face masks and those gloves and uh, keep yourselves healthy. Ciao. Thanks for joining me this week on Through Triple Eyes. Make sure to visit my website at throughtripleaeyes.com or follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Through Triple Eyes. 
Through Triple Eyes was produced by AMBC. AMBC are specialists in beat and sound production, videography, photography, podcast and radio production, graphic design, and also animation. You can reach AMBC on email at africanmbc@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You can also follow the AMBC on social media at AMBC service on Instagram.